In today's gospel passage, the word uh, mammon means that, that we trust in something, that thing on which we rely on. So that word also has a sense of property. So sometimes the gift of God, they can become something upon which we rely too much. In other words, they can become idols. For that reason, today the Lord invites us, of course, to be attentive and to embrace the gift of God, but to have in mind that only God can have the primary place in our hearts, that is, in our relationship with the gift of God. They are good, but they are not God. All of us receive blessings from God, and that is, they come from His generosity. We receive health, people, friends, uh, possessions. Those all are good things that we receive from God. But as we receive those gifts, we are called to responsibly share those gifts with other people. That is our call. So they are not, for that reason, we are called to become stewards of the gift, not the owners. This is what happens to Adam and Eve in the garden, that they try to possess the gift to become the owners. And now we are called to become stewards, to take care of the things of God responsibly. Another gift that we receive from God is our vocation, our vocation to a specific state of life, a, a specific way in which we can flourish as human beings. We can become well, the person that God wants us to become. The gift of our vocation also implies the responsibility of cultivating that gift. For instance, if you receive the gift of a car, you are called to take care of the car, to change the oil, and to use it for, the for your own sake and for the sake of others. So a gift is meant to be put at the service of others. The gift of a vocation is all about that, about giving others, about giving yourself to other people. I'm going to share a little bit about my own vocation with you, the gift of my vocation. I was uh, born in Chihuahua, Mexico, and uh, I'm 34 years old. I was recently ordained a deacon in El Paso in April 2022. I received this beautiful gift of being a deacon in preparation to become a priest of Jesus Christ. I'm receiving the gift of being able to be formed at the seminary, which is an awesome place to grow in that relationship of friendship with the Lord. You are provided with so many things and tools to be able to grow, to remove those things from your heart that prevent you from embracing the love of Christ and that prevent you from serving others and loving others and receiving that love. So if you can have uh, some time, if you have an opportunity to go to Mandalay, all of us, all of you are welcome there. It's a beautiful place. So as I grew up in a Catholic family, I began to experience this desire, this curiosity for the priesthood. Uh, I also wanted to have a family and to study and 
trouble and so many things no, that a young man wants, desires. When I was 17, I experienced this desire and this thought, but I didn't pay attention too much to it. Instead, I decided, I decided to pursue a career. So I became an engineer. I started at college for some years, and I worked for a little bit, for some maybe two years, as a teacher in different companies as well. Later, uh, I wanted to get to know the world. I wanted to, to travel, to see the world, to study. So I got a scholarship, and I was able to do further studies, uh, one year in Mexico City and one year in France. So I was, it, it was very nurturing to be able to go out and see other places and learn other language and uh, continue to see the world, to expand the horizons. But the thought about the priesthood was, sti was still something very, was becoming stronger and stronger. So when I finished my master's, I came back and uh, I began to work for two or three months. But the desire, the, the, the thought or the curiosity about the priesthood became a permanent thought in my heart. So I decided to attend a two-week retreat in Chihuahua to discern the priesthood. I finally joined the seminary. I quit my job because I had a good job. Indeed, I had my own brand new car and have uh, been blessed. Uh, I just finished my studies. So there was a, a future ahead of me, but the Lord had something different for me, something also beautiful. After that, I joined the seminary for a while and I decided to move to El Paso, Texas. I got accepted there as a seminarian. I learned English for during, during the first year. And later, they, my bishop and my vocational director decided to send me to Mandalay to study. I didn't know this place. I didn't know what was uh, seminary formation about um, in, uh, in this area. So little by little, I had to learn how to grow into, into that relationship with Jesus. And the Lord continued to show me his love through the priest, through the faculty, through the people of God here at the parish. So it has been a, a blessing this journey. I'm a deacon and probably next year I will be ordained as a priest uh, with the grace of God. So this gift has been a beautiful call and a beautiful gift from God. And I'm trying to put it at the service of others. Why do we receive this gift? The first letter to, the, to Timothy tell, gives us a hint about this. God wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. That is why we are receiving this gift. Each one of us received the gift of a vocation so that we can help God uh, bring others to that communion, to that fellowship, of the Trinity, and also to allow others to see the world as some as is as it truly is, as a beautiful gift from God's generosity. It wouldn't be possible for us to cultivate the gift of a vocation to be at the seminary without your prayers and without your support. Thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you so much for helping us for journeying with us. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. So thank you for that. And be assured that all of us at the seminary, we hold you in our prayers as well.
May God bless you.